Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Testimony Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Loper. Each week, we invite a guest to come and share a personal testimony of how Jesus has transformed their life. We ask our guests to share openly and honestly about a time in their life where they were experiencing some form of hardship and how in this moment, Jesus reveals himself to them. Today's guest is Bonnie Nichols. She will be sharing about a time when she felt like God was taking something she loved from her, only to find out it was all a part of his plan to give her his purpose for her life that she is currently living out today. So thanks for joining us today, Bonnie. Before we get to your testimony, why don't you share a little about yourself and your relationship with Jesus? I would love to. Thanks for having me. I am a mom of three kids and a happy wife, and I love the Lord. I've been in ministry for a lot of years. We joke in my family that I was born in the nursery because I really don't remember a time in my life where I wasn't, and I still remember the smell of salting crackers and, you know, the nursery (laughs) cribs and everything in my life. So Jesus has really been a part of my life from before I can even remember. So today you're going to be sharing about a time in your life when you felt you were living out your purpose, you were serving the Lord, all was good, and then things started changing. Why don't you share about what was going on during this time? It it was a season in my life where, you know, I think we get to experience a relationship with God at different levels and at different times. And I was in a season of really relishing in the fun and the joy of serving God. And I was involved in a ministry working in the events department, which is totally my jam. I love all things fun. I love all things new. I love all things exciting and just felt like everything was just moving along. And it was a part-time schedule, so it worked great. It didn't really pull me from my responsibilities of wanting to be a mom and a wife. And it just, everything was clipping along. It was just fantastic. And I loved it. And I was so fulfilled. And I was getting that affirmation. You know, a lot of times we look for the affirmation around us to kind of give us that like, yeah, you're going in the right direction. You're going in the right direction. It had been that way for a while. I just thought, wow, Lord, I'm here. I'm serving you. I'm like in my, I'm in my purpose. I love this. It slowly started shifting and things were not moving as smoothly and and doors were closing that were previously open. I began to feel myself get frustrated. It started out just as me kind of being frustrated with myself you know, not really understanding what was going on. And then it, it built from there as more and more things kind of just started not working. I decided, I decided to sit down and kind of evaluate things, which was really hard because I did love this so much. And I didn't understand really where I was at with God was I'm serving you and I'm serving you in a place that seems really logical and makes sense. It fits like this is all working well. What what is going on? Why is this happening? Why am I going through this? Why am I feeling like this all of a sudden out of the blue? It and it was just very quiet. And I think I expected to hear an answer quickly. I just kind of kept trudging my way through with more and more frustration. It kept building and building and I found at the end that I was really frustrated, angry, confused, because when you're serving the Lord and you're serving him in a place that you feel like you're being called, it doesn't really cross your mind that he would call you somewhere else. So I was sitting there doing all my evaluations in my own heart and soul going, I'm serving you. I'm serving you in a place that fits and where I feel like you want me. Why this? So that anger, that frustration, that confusion just kept building 
I finally decided that I was going to leave the ministry that I was working at as an employee and just volunteer on a separate level, but I was going to leave the ministry. It's a ministry that's very near and dear to my heart. So that was a really hard decision because again, because it was so near and dear to my heart, I didn't really understand how God would take that from me or pull me from that. When doors kind of start to close at first or, you know, things like that, you kind of toss it up to the Lord and you're like, oh, okay, I guess maybe I'll shift this idea over here or I'll try this instead. And so you kind of work through that. But then every door I started coming up against was closed. And that's where the frustration set in because it had previously been open. So it was like I was walking back into it and getting resistance going, what? What What do you mean? And I was probably in that process for probably a good six months that it built and built and built and finally led to just so happened it was when school was getting out for the kids as well. And I always take a break in the summer. I don't work or do anything like that. I just really focus on the kids being home and we travel a lot in the summer. And so instead of just taking the summer off, I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't, I, I don't know what's going on, but I'm not supposed to be here. That was kind of where I had left it. I did it in frustration and I did it in confusion and I did it in just this, oh, I don't understand. And I remember starting the summer, I was sitting in a pool. We were on vacation and I was sitting in a pool by myself floating around. And I remember saying, Lord, you know what? I just, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I love the people that you bring into my life. I want to love those people well, but I don't think I want to serve anymore in any kind of formal capacity. I just, I'm done. I'd never really said that before to the Lord. And his response was, okay, for now. And I was like, yeah, for a long time. Like I was still in that kind of angry place of like, no, Lord, for a long time, I'm not going to do this. (laughs) And he just kept coming back for now, for now. And then as I kept arguing, then it really came to for the summer. And I was like, okay, well, we'll start there. But, you know, I... I'm going to be taken longer than the summer. And it really did like this. I really spent the summer, I would say, in kind of a place of hurt and processing. I really didn't. I wasn't really in a place of moving forward until the fall. It, it really took that whole. And again, I'm not somebody who kind of sits in emotions like that. I kind of am on to the next thing. And so it was a really different experience for me to sit in that for you know, two and a half months of really processing and soul searching and trying to understand. I think externally to everybody around me, it looked a little bit more like me maybe closing in a little bit. There was a lot of people in my world that were outside of ministry. So I think to them, everything just was kind of business as usual. But when it came to ministry stuff, I was very, I was hard. I didn't want to be hard, but I just was hard in the sense that I didn't want to talk about ministry stuff. I didn't want to pursue ministry stuff. I didn't want to talk about leadership. I didn't want to do leadership. I didn't. I just really wanted to be me and my my people in my walls. So if you came in my door or if you were kind of in my general circle, then I would see you, we would hang out, we would do whatever, but I wasn't necessarily out pursuing any kind of new relationship, friendship, nothing new. It was... I'm focused here. I'm focused on the people inside my walls. And if you come or if you're kind of in my immediate, cool, but that's where I'm at. I need to regroup. I need to figure out what's going on. So what was your relationship with the Lord like during this time? When I first went, it was really frustration and a lot of confusion. 
I just couldn't wrap my head around, I'm serving you. So why are we, why is there this tension? It, it just didn't compute to me. It didn't make sense. When you're serving, you feel like you're in God's will. <laughs> so there's mm-hmm. not, not that there's not supposed to be tension, but it just, it was past just tension. So I think that first little bit, I definitely spent just going, I'm so frustrated. I'm so frustrated. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I think, you know, we naturally, God, God meets us where we're at. He was not scared or intimidated or anything by my emotions. And he graciously gave me the time to be angry and frustrated and confused. And then I think he gently nudged me to this place of, I'm so lost on this. This whole thing is lost on me. I don't understand. I think that was kind of where my heart began to shift. And that was more closer to the end of summer. So I think I spent a lot of that summer just, I I was communicating with God, but I was really doing just that. I was really just kind of getting all that emotion, that feeling, that frustration, that confusion, really getting all of that out. It wasn't really until the end of summer where I began to see maybe my heart shift And God, what he was trying to tell me and show me slowly and gently start to minister to my soul. So in that time, what was the progression? Did he bring people into your life? Did he show you through books or movies? Or how was he communicating with you to get you to where he wanted you to go? It was a lot of different components. It was reading books on having dreams, having goals, because I had really kind of lost that desire of really pursuing anything. Again, I was kind of focused on, I'm just focusing in my walls right here with my peeps. And so I'd kind of lost that desire to kind of have a big vision and a big dream and a big goal for him. So there was some books that I had just, people had recommended to me. There's people, you know, I think when you've got the right people around you, their compassionate hearts and their truth and love. It was encouraging to hear things like, Bonnie, he's got a plan. And it was like, I know, I know, I I don't want to hear it right now. You know, but over time, that works its way through. I think when we kind of feel like we're just lost, there's just like, I got nothing. I remember sitting, I don't remember where I was sitting, but I remember sitting and thinking, I know that there's been times in my life where I felt quote unquote whole, where I felt like maybe everything wasn't perfect, but I felt like I was in the right direction. I felt like things were healthy. I felt like I was just, things were whole and good and right. And I was in communion with God. And it was, again, not that things were easy, but just that they were moving in a forward direction. So I sat down and said, what was going on in my life when that happened? What were the elements of my life that were represented when that happened? At the end of kind of deciding, going through all that and working through all of that, which by the grace of God was kind of a quick little session, it was five areas of my life, which were a spiritual area, a physical, emotional, mental, and relational. And when those five areas were represented in my life and in my heart, not that they were given equal time, but just that they were attended to intentionally, that was where I felt the most fulfilled and the most whole and the most in unison in working with God. So that's when all of a sudden it was, oh, I need to, I, I, I want to help other women feel this way because we all walk around at different times feeling overwhelmed, overtired. We're doing too much. We're not sure if we're serving where we need to be serving. We just say yes to everything because if it's in our path, we must say yes to it. And so it was taking those five areas, deciding to really intentionally work on them in my own life, 
And then from there, building that into a ministry to be able to share with other women how to live their lives in a whole way so that they can better love God and those around them. So fall, you started feeling being led into this. Now, how much time did you spend with this wholehearted lifestyle that you were leaving to really understand God's purpose in that for you? Yeah, that's a good question. Definitely the Holy Spirit leading. I, I really focused on those five areas for myself and really kind of honed them into what those meant for me and got myself to a place where I was feeling whole again. You know, that definitely took some time. And I probably say a couple months of just really focusing, not that I wasn't sharing the concept of wholehearted at that point, because I was, but I was still kind of dialing it in. And what does that mean? And what does that look like? And really my intention with it was, because again, I wasn't ready to jump into a big ministry thing. My intention really was to have a one-time event once a year and that's it. I'm going to have a one-time event. It's going to be for women on a weekend. We're going to show up. We're going to do our five heartstrings. I refer to them as the five heartstrings. And that's it. That's all we're going to do. And so that was really kind of how I had started into it. Just this little baby step. And some people are like, that's not a baby step. An event is not a baby step. For me, an event was a baby step because it was just going to be a short focus. And then I'm out. And I realized that as I began to create, you know, graphics and all these things that I was going to need to feed this audience that was going to be wanting to be part of wholehearted. And I'm very systematic. I'm very tangible. I'm very organized in how I do things. And so that rolled into six week inspirations with a focus and each day focusing on a different heartstring. We went from having a one-time event once a year to being kind of a daily inspiration on social media, (laughs) which was great because I think Again, I was in a place of my soul still needing to be encouraged. From our first inspiration to we've done 11 now, they were designed to build upon each other. I didn't set out to do that necessarily, but I think as I was processing and going through the inspirations with people following wholehearted, those were the things that I was needing to hear at the same time. It, it, it did not start that way at all. <laughs> that's where God has taken it. Looking back, going through what I went through, I had never gone through anything like that before, which is silly to say, not that I hadn't endured hardship, but I had never gone through anything in that way. And so it was very new ground for me. And I think that I'm rare that way. So I think there's a lot of people that probably have gone through things like that. And I think I needed to experience that to really be able to connect with women on that level to understand where they are coming from, to understand that there are times in our lives where we do feel really lost and hopeless. And what do we do with that? What do we do in those times in our life where we're sitting there and we are confused and we're angry and we're frustrated and we don't understand and and there's a shift coming and we have no idea what it even is. I think God allows us that space and time to work through those emotions. Again, he's not intimidated by any of that. He gave us our emotions. So we we owe it to ourselves and to God to work through those. But I think the next step we get to go to is the hope that God's got something waiting for us. And when we're open and ready to receive that, that's where our hope is. So it's like, yeah, let's let's go through this hardship because I know at the end, Lord, you're going to use it for good. And it doesn't take away the pain in the moment. But for me, it really served as a platform for hope of what was coming next. Because it's very easy to start feeling like that and just be like, okay, well, there's nothing else out there for me. He called. I'm out of ministry. 
well, that's not true. He's got something else for you and he's pulling you out of what you're in for whatever reason and whatever way he needs to. He's allowing you to be pulled out so that he can take you to the next place. Have you been able, now that you're moving forward in your own ministry, how he used where you were before to be in your current ministry? Have you seen pieces? Oh, had I not done that or learned that in that job, I would never have been able to do it here. Absolutely. I do not have a background in events, in public relations, <laughs> in anything like that. And that was what I did at the ministry was that kind of stuff. And I was being trained and directed by people who were very talented in what they did. And it really did help because once I set out to see, you know, to pursue wholehearted the way God was showing me he wanted me to go, it was a very natural order of events for me to put that into place because I knew what I had been doing before. And I think that was the really sweet spot when you find that the two have so much to do with each other. It, it takes kind of maybe that sad, bitter, frustrating moment in your life and it softens it because you know it wasn't wasted. And so I, I, again, I'm still involved with the ministry to this day. And there is so much healing and restoration that has happened. And it has been a huge platform in helping me start wholehearted. Because there, there are things I would have not have ever known that I either needed to do or had the concept to even know to do had I not been doing what I had been doing before. It's just so amazing how you <laughs> and and see you're still you're still in the forward progression. Yep. It may have cut off abruptly and you couldn't understand what was going on, but he's still moving you forward. Yeah. In your progression in life and where he wants to take you. And he had you detour for a little bit. Learn these things that I want you to learn and then I want you to move forward. You're going to understand more of the people that he puts in your path, the people he entrusts you with, and then you're going to explode. It's so amazing. (laughs) It's just, I just love how he works. I do too. It's so crazy. I can look back on so many moments in my life that that was horrible. But when we trust him with it, oh, the things he can do. And I can have experienced hardship in a working environment. But I can see how he used it for good. Absolutely. And it's so encouraging to hear. And now you have this new platform, these new people in your life that God's entrusted you with and to share what he's taught you and shown you. And it's amazing so that we can all connect on this level. Yeah. It's a, it's been a really big blessing. It's been really fun. It's been exciting. It's been inspiring. It's been motivating. It's been, it, it calls, it calls you to a place as well because you're going through and experiencing the same things that your people are. And so it instantly binds you together, which I think is another really cool thing. I love when God intertwines all of it. And I think, you know, when we are in the middle of those hard times, it's okay to be in a hard time. I think there's a tendency in this day and age for us to rush to the right answer or for us to rush for a quick fix because we live in a very quick society And I had to really stop and consciously decide to work through this. And I think that that is something that is powerful and it's okay. I think we feel like as Christians, we're supposed to immediately jump to the, you know, the godly answer. I'm not stressed. I'm not worried. I'm not confused. I'm not angry. I know God's got it. 
But deep down, God really does know our heart and he does know that we are. And I think it's healthy and brings us into a deeper relationship with Jesus when we are honest and we take the time to work through that. So I encourage people when you are struggling, it's okay. Just struggle. There's going to be a time and a place where that struggle will end and you're going to see hope and you're going to be ready to move forward. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you. I wanted to ask if you would pray for our listeners. I would love to. I give the floor to you. Thank you. Father, we just thank you so much for your love. And it's unconditional. Father, you take every bit and piece of us. You know us. You've given us our emotions and our feelings and our hearts and our desires and our dreams and our plans. Father, it's all given from you. And I pray that if there is anyone listening, Father, that is in a place of struggle right now, whether it's at work, at home, in ministry, wherever that is, Father, I pray that they would connect with you, that they would take that struggle before you, that they would ask you to work and move in it, that you would grab their hand and slowly go step by step as they begin to process through. And I pray that you would begin to replace that struggle with hope and that you would show them all that you have for them, Lord. You do not want to waste a moment of their day, a moment of their life. You have so much purpose for them. And they they need to keep moving forward to fulfill that purpose so they can move to the next purpose and the next purpose. Father, you have so much. So I pray that you would fill them with hope as they are honest before you and as they bring this before you, that you would listen and hear, that you would be the compassionate and understanding God that you are, and then that you would fill them with that hope to move forward. Father, thank you that you give us a life that has purpose, that has meaning. Father, that you use us in other people's lives to encourage and strengthen. Father, it's such a blessing to be part of that. And so I just pray for every single listener, Father, whether they're struggling or maybe they have a struggle to come, but that you would remind them of the hope that comes with you. Father, we thank you and we praise you, and it's in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. For more information or to connect with today's guest, you can email us at info at thetestimonyrevival.com, go to our website at www.thetestimonyrevival.com, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Testimony Revival. We'll be back next week with a new guest and another amazing story of how Jesus transforms lives.